It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcast, you're late, and you're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app. Search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, things that didn't suck in 2020. <laughs> We've also got a game, a bad joke tales of florida man five random facts things we love and more but first today is wednesday december 23rd 2020 and we've got some holidays to celebrate we do it is national christmas movie marathon day i mean that makes sense um, it's yeah all, the, the holiday's almost over you gotta cram in all the ones you have forgot to watch it's christmas eve eve <laughs> so you know tomorrow you're gonna be worrying about getting things ready for christmas dinner wrapping church all the service, presents church service ex- exactly stuff. right any family tradition that you might have with opening up one gift on Christmas Eve. So you're not going to have time for movies tomorrow. Some of of you wacko families who got to put up their Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. I don't even... What's the purpose of a tree at that point? What's the point, guys? Just to take it down the next day. I know. What's the point? I'm... Okay. Uh, (laughs) I really do want to know, truly. So if we have anybody out there listening who does that, that's your tradition. Why? Please educate me. I really do want to know. Um, And it's also Festivus Festivus. for the rest of us. The yearly (laughs) celebration of airing your grievances. To air. (laughs) And then the feats of strength. Um, Fun fact, you know, Festivus originated on Seinfeld. Yes. But I, and I did watch Seinfeld here and there, wasn't like a super fan I'm not saying that it's bad by any means. I just never watched it the way that I watch Friends. Okay? That's all. The way that I watched Frasier, the way that I watched Cheers, I just never could get into it that same way. Just disappointed. I'm sorry. It's funny. I really do love it. Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this is such a good show. I just can't like invest in it. Yourself? I don't know. Do yes, I know. I know. It's funny. I love it. Every time I watch it, I just can't. I know. <laughs> But back to what anyway, I was what saying. saying. <laughs> I was educated on Festivus here in this room yeah. on this show. Last year. Last year we celebrated it. I think, was it last year the first time that we talked about I'm it ever? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because last year, I think that was the first year we ever had a show that fell on Festivus. Okay. Because, I mean, we've only been doing the show for, That's this true. is our, coming into our third year. Yeah. Doing the, the morning show. Um, so, yeah. So, that first year we didn't. Yeah. And then last year is when we, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we devoted an entire episode to it. You can't find it right now on uh, 
online because that was from our former show and all those episodes aren't on there anymore. But I bet next year we'll devote a back row rewind to it. So you'll hear our original Festivus episode eventually. That'd be cool. So hang in there. Also. Long term. They're gone. They left. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I don't know if you could hear that loud (laughs) rumbling outside our studio, but somebody insecure about his manhood has a gigantic, what are they called? The the tailpipe enhancer noise things? Exhaust. Exhaust, whatever. There's some special name for them, though. But anyway, one of those giant things that just make your car rumble like you are a B-52 bomber buzzing the studio. Yeah. And then just hovering over us. Yeah. Outside. They kept making us think they were going to leave. And then they wouldn't. And they didn't. They're just revving their engine. Yep. Just to drive it home. Yep. Anyway, (laughs) they're gone now. Hooray. It is game day Wednesday, and I am back on my quest to reign and regain as the undisputed back row championship title holder. Uh, But Mo has been the champion for a long time. Oh, man. Last week, we played a game called Rapid Fire, and in this game, we each take a round where we have to list things in sets of three uh, over the course of like a timed round. Uh, We can pass, but if we pass on one of them, we can't pass on the next one, Uh, and we get a bit of a time penalty as well. Uh, The rounds are timed. It's all about answering the most things in a round, essentially. Uh, We'll do three rounds of this in the total of the show. Uh, the totals will show the winner uh, of all three rounds. It's very confusing. You'll get it as we play. Mm. Uh, last week, I won after Mo had a complete mental liquidation mm-hmm. on her third round. Yeah. That means today I actually have a chance to end 2020 as the champion. Wow. This is the deciding day of which one of us ends 2020 as champ. Okay. I have to tell you, my kids and husband were so proud. First two rounds. They're like, wow, you, you know. You did phenomenal. Chris is like, I don't know how you think that quick. I'm like, <laughs> I just empty my brain of everything else and just rein in, focus on the one thing. And then round three happens. TV dads. It was coffee that hit me. Oh, the coffee was the one that, the coffee stores, like the coffee chains. chains yeah. yeah. That took off, but then TV dads was just. I couldn't think anymore at that point. Yeah, Yeah, I think that I was still (laughs) focused on coffee, like trying to figure out what a coffee chain is. Exactly. I couldn't. What's what's Tim's name on home improvement? So I'm I'm watching my family's reactions as they're listening, you know, and Chris is like he's shaking his head as I'm like just losing it, shaking his head. And the second that I say, what's Tim's name on home improvement? He looks at me and just drops his head in complete and total, total abandonment of me as his spouse. He was just so disappointed. Oh, gosh. It was, I don't, I think that watching them react to it was even better than. Our reaction was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. My face is already hurting. Okay. Um, So this time. Would you like me to go first, or do you want to go first? Um, I'll give you the choice because you're the champion. But last time you went first, it's up to you. Um, I don't mind either way. I'll go first. Okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Here we go, then. Are you ready? Yeah. 
There's an ad. Hold on. If I end up losing, though, I'm going to totally regret going first, and I'm going to claim that that was my fault. Okay. I mean, either way, you'll still have lost. Uh, Here we go. Name three three three-letter words. Cut, not, four. Name three things found in a hospital. Needles, syringes, uh, gauze. the same thing? Needles, bedpans. There you go. Name three summer Olympic events. Swimming. Volleyball, gymnastics. Name three caffeinated drinks. Coke, uh, coffee, and tea. (laughs) Name three colors of the flag of France. Uh, Red, white, and blue, I'm pretty sure. Name three baseball players. Okay, uh, Babe Ruth, Cal Ripken, and shoot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Pass? Shoot, yeah. Uh, Name three vitamins. Uh, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin B. <laughs> <laughs> Name three chick flick movies. Uh, 13 Going on 30, Grease, and Pretty in Pink. Name three winter activities. Uh, snowing, skiboarding, sledding. Mm. <laughs> How many did I get? Seven. Okay. Not a bad start. I should have just passed on the baseball <laughs> players right away. I thought I had it. <laughs> Man. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Name three round objects. Uh, ball. Uh, 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 I'm going to say baseball, uh, basketball, and a soccer ball. There you go. <laughs> Name three jobs at a supermarket. Uh, bagger, checker, and grocery cart wrangler. <laughs> Name three fears. Uh, flight, uh, spiders, and, and uh, 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 dying. <laughs> Name three magazines. People, us, uh, relevant. Name three vegetables. Broccoli, cauliflower, onion. Name three hashtags. Hashtag uh, YOLO, hashtag IRL, and hashtag uh, no filter. (laughs) Name three things you can buy on Amazon. Uh, Everything. Toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and Lysol wipes. (laughs) Name three of the five senses. Touch, taste, smell. Name three bones. Fibia, tibia, Elbow bone. No. Uh, dang it. <laughs> Elby bone. Okay. I actually... Okay. We have to remember um, to subtract one from you because I thought... Like, I hit got it when you said elbow and oh, okay. I was like, wait, that's not a bone. That's right, so why I got eight? You got eight. You yes. write that down. Do you have a pen? No, I don't. Because I'm going to forget. Okay. Okay. Well, I have one less. We're going to remember. We're going to remember. We're going to remember. Sit down. You're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Now that you're up and already doing the thing I asked you to do, what are you doing? Sit down. Don't Sit be, down. Don't be ridiculous. Sit down. All right. So seven to eight. So I'm just one ahead of you. That's not bad. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Round two. Name three ways to cook eggs. Scrambled, hard-boiled, over easy. Name three words that end in R. Oh, pass. <laughs> okay. Uh, name three green vegetables. Broccoli, zucchini, um, green beans. Name three things on a bucket list. Uh, go to Italy, go on a cruise, um, go to France. Name three kinds of tea. <laughs> uh, green tea, chai, and black tea. Name three words that rhyme with juice. Moose, loose, goose. Name three horoscope signs. Capricorn, Aries, Cancer. Name three banks. Uh, USAA, US Bank, and um, uh, BB&T. Name three Batman villains. 
Uh, Joker, uh, Penguin, and Catwoman. Name three TV moms. Oh, jeez. Roseanne? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so you have a total of 15, so that means eight. So you got eight more. Yeah. So that's good. All right, so. Okay. <sighs> Ready? Okay. Name three coins. Penny, nickel, dime. Name three words that start with T. Time, toot, and tickle. <laughs> Name three words that start with F. Fart, foot, and feet. Name three yearbook most likely twos. Most likely to succeed, most likely to... Uh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. What's else? What's that? Most likely to invent something that'll save the planet. Most likely to win a Nobel Prize. Gosh. Name three events with fireworks. Uh, Chinese New Year, our New Year, and uh, New Year's... No, wait, no. Uh, um, Fourth of July. Gosh. Name three universities. Uh, pass. Name... Oh, okay. Name three types of hard liquor. Uh, vodka, gin, and rum. Name three Greek gods or goddesses. Athena. Uh, 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 oh, God. Zeus. Dang it. <laughs> I know that one, and I couldn't get it out. Crap. I did bad, didn't I? You have 14. 14 to 15. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, I'm praying for a momental breakdown. Here we go. Round three. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. The reason I passed universities is because I could have named three colleges, but not all colleges are universities. So yeah, I, I think it like would have even kept Yale, from, Harvard, and Penn State. I don't it know. It even would have kept me from from answering because I would have been just flip flopping in my head: is that a university yeah. or not? Yeah, that's understandable. I yeah, I just knew it. Okay, here we go. Name three hotel brands: DoubleTree, uh, La Quinta, and Hilton. Name three wars: World War One, World War Two, and the Cold War. Name three drinks: uh, Coke, Pepsi, Dr Pepper. Name three fast food restaurants. McDonald's, Burger King, KFC. Name three types of jewelry. Uh, a ring and necklace earrings. Name three plants. Aloe plant, uh, fern, and um, a rose bush. Name three types of cancer. Uh, stomach cancer, brain cancer, liver cancer. Name three words that start with V. Victory, voyage, valor. Name three sports you play with a racket. Tennis, uh, pass. Name three words to start with L. Love, loyal, laundry. Name three golf clubs. Pass. Name three social media outlets. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Ooh, just barely. You got 10. Wow. You're at 25. Wow. And I'm at 14. I have to get 11. Which I think is impossible. <laughs> you did really good. And you passed two my, of them. My heart is like... <laughs> you passed on two. And both of them came with a time penalty. And you still got ten in a round. I'm upset. Don't know how I did I'm it. Upset. All right, ready? Yes. Gosh, hold on. I can't... <laughs> <sighs> okay. Name three burger toppings. Pickles, onions, tomato. Name three types of light. 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 Soft light, sunlight, hard light. Name three all-girl bands. 
the Dixie Chicks, uh, Barlow Girl, and uh, um, um, Royals. Name three finger foods. Uh, bagel bites, uh, deviled eggs, and uh, oh my gosh, mini sandwiches. Name three knives. Buck knife, hunting knife, butter knife. Name three Hawaiian islands. Maui. Nope. Pass. <laughs> Name three grocery stores. Kroger, Albertsons, Walmart. Name three words that rhyme with work. Perk, jerk, Turk. Name three songs by the Beatles. Uh, yesterday, uh, Hey Jude, Eleanor Rigby. Name three types of cats. Didn't make it. You got 22. I didn't make it. I'm sorry. Sort of. I'm, I'm the winner. <laughs> I win. I'm we're, very upset right We're now. ending 2020. Winner <laughs> is the winner. Why couldn't you do what was expected of you for once and suck? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Feels good. Dang it! Feels oh, good. Why do you do this to me? You've done this three times this year. You have lost horribly at a game the first round where I get the chance to actually challenge. And then you come in clutch for the challenge. I'm upset. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you are upset. But this is your truly, longest run. I know. As champion. That's and why I'm not for like, months. fully sorry. <laughs> That's why it is a victory. Truly, not just because I won, but it's just an overall life victory for me. <laughs> You're lucky I'm on another show now that also has a title belt that I'll have a chance to win. <laughs> so maybe I'll get to be champion of something sometime, someday. <laughs> Now you know how it felt for me all, all those, those podcast years. years. <laughs> but to be fair, back then we had a, a whole slew of people that would come on to, to win it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so there, that was, was, a, there like was a the, lot of competition. That was then. how we hooked people to come record is. Mm -hmm. You can win the title yeah. belt. <laughs> we're we'll playing a game photo. for the belt. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a cool wrestler. I think that that ended up becoming the question. Hey, are you able to record on Saturday? I don't know. Is the title belt up for grabs? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's take a break here. When we get back, we get into our list of things that didn't suck in 2020. But first, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector Mirai. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I legitimately have never minded being known as the nerd in my people group. I am fine being a fount of useless nerdy knowledge, and because I'm passionate about these things, I don't mind admitting I have a lot of you know info. And I also don't mind sharing it because if people want to talk to me about it, I'm always cool with it. Well, as the Mandalorian has grown in popularity throughout season two, I found a lot more people in my inbox. When Bo-Katan first mentioned Ahsoka Tano, I had professional comic book creators in my inbox asking me to explain who that was. Um, with the epicness that 
did exist in the season two finale of the Mandalorian first thing that morning, like 6 AM I had people inboxing me. Wait, how does this work? What's the timeline? Wait, how long? How many Jedi are left? And like people just literally <laughs> inboxing me even this Sunday as we finished out the last in-person service for our church's congregation this year. Um, I saw someone sprint towards me in the lobby and I think, oh man, this person must have accepted Christ or this person must need prayer. And literally somebody walked up and said, all right, all right, pastor, tell me about the dark saber. And so it's, it's one of those things of I am okay with them coming to me for information because they know I'm a source that they can trust and that will be patient. This is how we should be when it comes to our faith. That we should be a source to always be ready to share what we believe, why we believe, and to be able to do it with the right attitude. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do so with gentleness and respect. People can ask me questions about the Mandalorian and know I'm not going to judge them or condemn them for not having that knowledge. We need to be able to be that representation of Jesus that people can come to us to ask questions about our beliefs, but know that they will be treated with gentleness and respect every time. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Road Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, head over to facebook.com slash faithandfandom where you can learn more about our podcasts, Comic-Con ministry, memes, and our book series that has seven volumes out with more on the way. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And if you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we would love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Before we do anything else... I've got five random facts for you ye- ye. about Christmas movies. Yay! Since it's Christmas movie marathon day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There were so many good ones. To only pick five was really difficult. <laughs> I've just got to tell you. Um, it's a Wonderful Life was a box office bomb and put director Frank Capra $525,000 in the hole. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what? Our buddy John... Gave a a sermon uh, this past Sunday. Okay. My pastor was out of town on a family thing. And he used It's a Wonderful Life and yeah. its massive failure as one of his... Uh, one of his... Like illustrations? Illustrations? Yeah. Do you have more about that? No. I mean... Can, can I add go ahead. to it? Yeah, of course. Okay. What else... Well, the, the other big thing is that we got tricked into thinking it was a Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why it became a Christmas classic is because TV stations were running it nonstop. And the reason why TV stations back in the whenever, 60s, whatever, Mm -hmm. were running it nonstop was because they were able to get it essentially for free. Right. Because it was a sucky movie that nobody liked. But because we all then grew up 
the last like three generations grew up as children watching that nonstop every Christmas on the TV. Mm-hmm. We grew up thinking this was a great Christmas classic. Yeah. Now I understand why I hate that movie. Because <laughs> it was never good in the first place. Yeah, my kids have never seen it. And I didn't actually realize that until last week when I brought up that we should watch it. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if I've failed you or if I've aided you along in life. I'm not entirely sure here. But. <laughs> um, Natalie Wood, who was eight at the time, still believed in Santa when she filmed Miracle on 34th Street and genuinely believed that her castmate, Edmund Gwen, was the real Santa Claus. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Uh-huh. I think it's sweet. She went on to say that um, she he would get to set really early in the morning to go ahead and have his beard and mustache applied so that it could set and be on there nice and tight. Um, But then they would go to set parties or dinner afterwards or whatever, and there would be this random guy there that she didn't recognize because she could never put two and two together (laughs) that him without his beard was, in fact, him. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Uh Uh-huh. Ralphie's dad is never actually given a name in A Christmas Story. It's not important. Though many believe a quick line from The Neighbor calls him Hal, the film's original screenplay confirms the line does not name the father, but rather refers to the underworld. Oh. Yeah. H-E double hockey sticks. Uh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jim Carrey was originally eyed to star in... Elf when the script first emerged in 1993. However, it took another 10 years to get the project signed, at which time Will Ferrell was picked up as the leading role. I'm glad it wasn't Jim Carrey. Can you imagine Jim Carrey? As I, I can't. I was thinking this. When I first saw the fact, I was like, oh. And then as I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah. that would not. And you don't like Will Ferrell, so that says something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then lastly, A Muppet Christmas Carol was the first Muppet movie made without Jim Henson two years after his passing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I have another one about that movie. Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, gosh. Who was it that played? Was it Michael Caine that played know. Scrooge? Oh, I don't know. Whoever played Scrooge. I'm pretty sure it was Michael Caine, but somebody. Uh, he said, yeah, look it up for me. Okay. But he said that the only way he agreed to play uh, that character in the Muppet movie was if he were able to treat all the Muppet characters as if they were actual actors on a Broadway play, not as Muppet cartoon goofy things. Like he had to treat them like normal people or he wasn't going to be in the movie. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. Right. And I think it worked fine. Yeah. Like he didn't attribute any goofiness to them yep. or you know allow for any of the silliness or anything. He just treated them like he was acting across from other Actual actors. That is actually one of my favorite things about Muppet Christmas Carol, because I'm not a super fan of it, Mm -hmm. but I do enjoy the fact that there's not that like baby kind of... Over the top. Yeah. Silliness. Yes. It feels a little bit more real. Yeah. Yeah. And grown up. Right. Mature. It was Michael Caine. Yes. Okay. Yay. I have a good memory. Yep. (laughs) I actually haven't watched that movie in a long time. Because uh, it is still like a bit scary yeah. to the kids. Yeah. So we haven't reached that level yet where they're comfortable. It's not but, nearly as scary as the one with Jim Carrey, the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. No, that's terrifying. 
<laughs> yeah, we took the boys to see that one in theater when it first came out, not realizing how yeah. terrifying it was. And, oh, and it was 3D. Right. So there's like a couple scenes where he like comes out he, into the yeah, yeah, oh my God. It was 3D and it was also the early kind of version of the the 3D animation that's made to look like actual people. Yeah. And so you have this uneasy feeling about it too because it's like in, in what's known as the uncanny valley where your brain knows it's not a person but also sees a person and it can't put the two and two together and so it just makes you feel creeped out. So <laughs> that and a, pol- or a polar, the Polar Express. The Polar Express, that has the same problem. Mm-hmm. And my son... Watched that. Eli watched that, my six-year-old, during their last Zoom class. Yeah. And like I heard them, like she texted us saying, hey, we're going to watch a movie this morning if you want to bring him a snack or something to eat on while we watch it. And so I go in there and I say, hey, what movie are you watching? He goes, "Uh, it's called The Polar Express. And I'm like, oh, no. This is going to go poorly. But he loved it. Really? He loved it. Chris hates both of those movies. And it's because of... The animation, the type of animation he can't, yeah. It's creepy. Yep. Makes your skin crawl. I enjoy them. And so it's hard. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't, I can see the argument behind it, you know, but it doesn't bother me. And I actually enjoy both of those movies. And so it's a bummer that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother a lot of people because Polar Express was still an immensely popular movie. Yeah. But there's just, some of us can't stand it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Apparently, if you are like Chris and Matt when it comes to movies, because that is the one thing where the two of them are pretty much in sync. Yeah, yeah, pretty much in sync. Everything all the time. except for I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> all right, uh, we've got some tales of Florida man to share with you. First one is actually a submission from our buddy Brian Falk. Uh, he sent in this story that he caught of a Florida man grabbing a golf ball off the tail of an alligator. Oh my. This screams Florida man all around. Golf, alligator. Florida man was caught on camera retrieving his golf ball from a particularly dangerous hazard to the tail of a very large sunbathing alligator. Just another normal day in Florida at the Mm -hmm. Coral Oaks Golf Course in Cape Coral. Uh, Kyle Downs and his brother were golfing on Sunday when a ball landed on the gator's tail. So Downs decided to do what any good Florida man would do by retrieving his ball off the gator's tail very carefully. Kyle shared the video on Facebook and go check this out. The video is actually, it's intense. Um, but he, he sneaks up behind it, grabs it. And as soon as he grabs the ball, that gator flops and runs down into the, into the, uh, little lake that's right there. But. Freaked them both out, the person filming it and the brother filming it and him. I mean, it was, could have been bad, guys. Could have been bad. like, how did that conversation go down? Alligators are fast, too. Listen, I'm going to need you to record this, okay? Because it very well could be my last living moments. Um, But I'm going to get my golf ball, okay? (laughs) And I want you to know that I love you and I'm thankful that you've been my brother. Like, how? How? How, mm. Also, I'm not taking a stroke penalty. Right? <laughs> if I get this golf ball, I win the game. <laughs> Consider it a hole-in-one. Right? Uh, all right. Next up, maskless Florida man charged after spitting and sneezing at Best Buy Geek Squad. Okay. 
A maskless Florida man was charged with disorderly conduct after police say he purposefully coughed, spit, and sneezed while walking through a Best Buy. According to police records, 51-year-old Alton Ashby visited the Best Buy in Vero Beach on Saturday without wearing a mask to get some help from the Geek Squad. Which I didn't know was still a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. When Ashby approached the counter, he was repeatedly asked to put on a mask by employees, but refused to comply. Uh, at one point, an employee told the police they'd even handed him a mask to put on, although he quickly put it on and then removed it. Uh, the employee told Ashby that they would no longer be able to serve him. Police told police that they witnessed Ashby cough and spit on the Geek, geek Squad counter and continue to walk around the connected department to do the same thing. Before he left the store, employees told police that Ashby grabbed a bottle of Coke uh, at the front of the store and then sprayed it everywhere as he walked out. At first, Ashby had said that nothing had happened at the store, but he was upset with the service he received. However, the cop returned from the store to arrest Ashby. He admitted that he was going through a lot this year and got carried away. Look, I get it. Everybody's going through a lot this year, dude. I get it. But... Gotta channel that rage somewhere a little bit healthier. <laughs> Can't be spitting on people. Can't go get a bottle of Coke, shake it up, and then spray it like a fire hose all over a store's entranceway. I gotta say, I would rather this be the, like... I would rather this any day than hear about a gunman that comes into a Best Buy. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's true. let this be I, the new trend for... When I say there's got to be other ways sure, to let no. go there, lower, lesser ways. You're go exact, get a pillow. You are exactly right. 100%. <laughs> 100 Yeah, absolutely. But we know that there are some people who are just never going to do that. And so, Yikes. how about let's just pick up a, a bottle of Coke on the way out of somewhere and spray everybody. Okay. But now I kind of really want to do that. Not at people, but like I want to get a bottle of Coke and spray it like you do like a, a just garden for fun. hose, you know, yeah. with your thumb on the edge. And just see if that'll work. That just would for be fun. fun. Yeah. Why not? Just for fun. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And lastly, as we've been doing lately, a good one. Uh, Amazon driver hears screams and rescues a Florida man from his burning home. Aww. I mean, it's sad his home burned down, but he lived. So yeah, that's happy. Right? Uh, Amazon delivery driver heard screams coming from a central Florida home along his route last week. He dropped his packages and ran to help. Inside the burning home, Sean Campbell, 23, found an elderly man who needed help getting out. He said, I heard the screaming, and when you hear something like that, you have to go to it. The fire had apparently started in the couple's garage on Friday, uh, and the television station reported that a woman had gotten out with help, uh, help from a neighbor, but the man was still inside when Campbell arrived. He said he ripped o- open the front door and saw the man in the kitchen, and he was uh, there with his walker just standing there. Uh, I don't think he truly knew what was going on, so I was like, sir, come on, I need your help. Come on, let's get out. Campbell said the man had a hard time moving quickly, uh, so he had to be calm and convincing. He said I was. he was trying to grab his walker, and I was like, no, we got to move. You got to see another day. And the couple's son, Tim West, said he was grateful for Campbell's help. Wow. Um, can I ask the obvious question? Why'd the woman just run out and leave him behind? What's up with the neighbor? Yeah. Only helping the woman, and why didn't the, like where were they at? Right, they, I mean, I'm assuming they were in completely different areas of a house. Who knows? But I don't know. Yeah, seems fishy. <laughs> you're just thinking that way because we talked about Tiger King yesterday, and you're back in that mindset. I, I, 
That was actually Monday that we talked about Tiger King. Was it? Oh, yeah. it was Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. But right. I don't know. That just it it got got me wondering. <laughs> got me wondering. Uh, firefighters were also able to rescue the family's dog. And Aww. while the house was not a total loss, it wasn't livable. Uh, the couple is staying nearby with a grandson. Uh, but yeah, could have mm-hmm. been much worse. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Yeah. Stay in there. Mm-hmm. Good job, Amazon delivery driver. Yes. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> all right. So our buddy Hector Mirai has been uh, doing a personal podcast called uh it's a series actually called a hundred things that didn't suck in 2020 he's been doing it for the last few months and i still don't think he's actually finished with it uh, but it has inspired us here to make our own list uh and end of the year end the year on a grateful note mm-hmm. uh both for big and small things Oh, and we've got a large <laughs> list of things that made 2020 a bit more bearable. Many are silly, many are serious, but honestly, in a year that has seen a, the peak of depression, anxiety, and fear, even silly things have been a great way to get through the tougher days. So let's kick off this list with a few of our uh, things first. We'll just do, uh, I don't know, roughly 10 maybe okay. of these to start off with, and the bulk we'll do in the next segment. Uh, first off, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, the movie, release, released early, actually, like a couple of years early. I don't think Disney planned to release it until um, 2021, late 2021. And okay. So they released it really early in 2020 because is, everyone was stuck yeah. at home. And having only heard that people loved it, and I'd never listened to the soundtrack because I always thought in my head, if I'm going to hear the music for this, I want to hear it first when I'm seeing the show. Sure. So yeah. I just never listened to the soundtrack. It lived up to the hype. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite things about this year. Mm-hmm. I've watched it multiple times. And now I've listened to the soundtrack even more times. Yeah. It's great. I agree. And David Diggs is a national treasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Animal Crossing. Also a lifesaver this year, our own private island getaways while we were quarantined at home. Zoom reunions, which also happened during this time. And this wasn't, you know, us on Zoom reunioning with grandma. This was, you know, Parks and Rec, Community, The Office. They Mm -hmm. all had these really cool, almost like Comic-Con panel type reunions. Uh, Even Community did like a, they did a table read of one of their episodes uh, which was really fun and funny. Uh, and they even had uh, Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian come in and read one of the, the side characters. And he couldn't get through a certain scene because he was laughing too hard. And it was great. It was heartwarming. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, and you saw pretty much everybody come back for these things. Because uh, usually when there's reunions or like panels at Comic-Con or stuff, you'll get like, one or two of the main guys, and then a couple of the side characters, but you'd never have the whole cast. Right. But for all this, you had, like, the whole cast, pretty much. Uh, you didn't have Chevy Chase with Community, but, you know, obvious reasons, uh, if you're aware of what happened. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but Zoom reunions, those are pretty cool. Yeah. You got one? Uh, yeah. I said, it kind of goes along the same as number one, because I said Disney Plus. Just Absolutely. Overall, the quality movies and TVs that or TV shows that we're able to to see and just like that bit of a nostalgia Absolutely. from our childhood and 
you know, giving it back to our kids. And then, of course, I specifically thought of Hamilton and even Mulan, even though you had to pay to see Mulan. It was Mm, still... That was weird. It was weird. But it was still just a nice kind of like cherry on the Disney Plus of 2020. Yeah, I really liked being able to see some of the shows and movies that I remember from the Disney Channel when I was younger, Mm -hmm. like uh, Smart Guy. Yes. Oh, Smart Guy's a great show. Yeah. If you haven't watched that, go watch that. Uh, I really like the Xenon movies. Yeah. And I know it's, they're, they're weird. They weren't geared towards boys, but I loved them. Yeah. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, still do. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've watched them since having kids and still like these are great. I haven't watched them on Disney Plus, but I know they're there, and yeah. I'm gonna. At some My point. older brother was a Xenon fan yeah, growing good. up. Yeah, good. I'm glad I wasn't the only dude because yeah. I felt like I was. No, I felt like I shouldn't like this, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, Onward dropped mm-hmm. early uh, on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which was cool because yeah. it essentially was supposed to come out pretty much the week lockdown started happening right. in theaters and i think it might have been in theaters for a few days before the lockdown hit they're like let's just release it and they released it for free yeah on disney plus no extra paywall uh for it just the basic subscription you got to see onward and it was a great heartwarming movie i oh, really yeah. enjoyed it uh really really enjoyed i it. really liked onward uh we got comic-con experiences at home uh like dc fandom and uh there, there were a few more but they basically took everything from all the canceled conventions this year and they're like, we're going to do our own things and present it to you. And most of them were free of charge. And, uh, you know, you got to see things and panels and behind the scene exclusives and early trailers and all this kind of stuff that's usually reserved for San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con or all these things. And you got to see them at home. We all got to experience them nation and worldwide together for the first time ever. And yeah. so that was really neat. Uh, and then, speaking of movies, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you cared for it, but as the first actual movie I got to see in a theater this year after the first round of lockdowns, it was a heartwarming adventure. Yeah. And that taste of nostalgia as well from childhood. Chris loved it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't <laughs> watch it. So, But I've never watched any of the Bill and Ted, so... I don't I think that I would have. Yeah, you'd need to see the first two to really understand it. Yeah. Uh, so my <laughs> then this next one is a, it's more localized as far as 2020 is concerned. Okay. But DoorDash specifically yeah. here in town, I, in our little town in Clovis, I know that DoorDash has been a thing for a few years, but I think this was the first year we had it. Yes. Because we had that to you. Mm-hmm. version which is like the cheap version of a delivery service yeah the knockoff brand mm-hmm. and then suddenly doordash was here mm-hmm. yeah and <laughs> doordash almost every restaurant in town even some of our food trucks are yeah. available on doordash and i think on monday you were talking about how a lot more people were experimenting and cooking at home yeah. making different things we did a lot more door dashing. <laughs> Trying different restaurants. Yeah. Or just Taco Bell every day. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, for personally, I really have been thankful and grateful for DoorDash this year. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, last one we'll talk about this segment is quarantine music. 
uh, indie artists like Forsaken Hero and Josiah Williams, up through bigger names like Mercy Me, Mike Maines and the Branches, and 21 Pilots, all created, uh, if not just one track, entire albums out of this quarantine. They used that time, made a whole bunch of music, and released it. And, uh, you know, a lot of it was geared towards the quarantine itself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, level, level of concern had a, a specific quarantine feel to it. Mike Maines and the Branches released uh, We're Gonna Get Through This, which is mm-hmm. also about about that. Mercy Me had one, uh, I don't remember what it was titled, but the music video for it was hilarious. Uh, and uh, But then, like, for Second Hero, Josiah Williams, they had a whole album that they came out with that they had made and recorded during this time. Uh and Taylor Swift even has done two albums, I believe, this year and released them kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, these these kind of artists, Christian and not, have been using this time to produce more content for us. Yeah. Which is sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a pause on our list and we'll get back to it in just a few. But first, a new nerdy definition. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's term is Deadpool. While the character Deadpool looks like a scary mercenary in red, anyone who has read the comics introduced in 1991 or seen the two films beginning in 2016 Well, you know that Deadpool is all sarcastic jokes and hijinks. The origin of the character's name, however, is also a handy primer on what a Deadpool actually is. While it does sound like a fake term, a Deadpool is a gambling game in which a group of people bet money on when someone will die. These people are most likely celebrities or athletes in a dangerous sport. Deadpool got his name from a Deadpool hosted by his local bar. Seeing as the character Deadpool is now essentially impossible to kill, a la his healing factor, whoever's bet against him in the Deadpool is likely out a lot of money. Hope this helps. Come back next week for another nerdy definition. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNonair.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout, too. As we started off with our last segment, uh, and even though it's Festivus where those who celebrate are typically airing grievances, <laughs> we've decided to try and end 2020 on a high note with a big list of all the things that didn't suck this year. And that's a challenge because it's been quite the sucky year <laughs> overall. <laughs> uh, but big things and small things have happened all year to brighten it. And we're focusing on all those things today to end 2020 in the spirit of gratitude. So, onward with the list. Peace in the Middle East. I mean, I feel like that's something that we thought was never going to happen. Right. And I mean, sure, it's not all of the Middle East. But the fact that there have been, I think now, three or four different peace treaties Mm -hmm. with Israel and other other, uh, countries and uh, groups in the Middle East 
which is unprecedented. Yeah. I think that's something worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's weird that not as many people are celebrating it as should be. Because, I mean. I think more people are trying to focus on what it means as far as end times is <laughs> Well, concerned. true, true. There's, I mean, but we're nowhere near that level right. in, in uh, of world peace uh, or peace in the Middle East. But still, I think yeah. it's it's cool and uh, feels like Israel's a little bit safer yeah. for a while at least. Uh, next, an economy that, though obviously struggling, has held up much better than anybody predicted during this COVID crisis. Yeah. I mean... Our economy really hasn't tanked mm-hmm. like we all thought it would. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not to downplay it, I know we've lost some jobs. But again, even that, the unemployment numbers are much lower than people expected them to be at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the rebounds have been pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I'm optimistic that it really might not take too long to get back to where we were before this. Yeah. After... Uh, this vaccine really spreads out and we start getting the, back to what is actually normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a personal, personal one. Okay. That I think it also kind of ties in with the last one that you talked about last hour as far as the musicians are concerned and just really using this time to work and yeah. put out albums. Um, for me, it was being able to realize, one, that... I do enjoy working. I do enjoy being out of the home. And two, figuring out what that calling is in my life, if you will, and just being being able to rein in on, okay, let's I'm gonna work in a school, I'm gonna be an EA, and I'm gonna go back to school and get become a teacher. That is my goal. <laughs> so I and I don't think that without the time of twenty twenty where you had this long period of extended time to just think. Yeah. And focus on things. I don't think I would have ever come to that conclusion because yeah. I have fought it for far too many years already. So, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we got people being resourceful and getting creative. Uh, we we wanted to do things as normal as possible, and when that couldn't happen, we we created other cool things. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we talked about earlier in the year was. Um, drive-by birthday parties, mm-hmm. parades, and stuff like that, which, you know, was sweet. It was it meant something to our kids. Yeah. When they couldn't have an actual birthday party with their friends coming over, this was neat. A celebration yeah. of them as a like a little mini parade that mm-hmm. went around. We had in our community teachers go around and do parades mm-hmm. uh, at the, the tail end of last year, which was really neat. Uh, those kind of things, we, you know. Speak, uh, we're just parade focused right now. Speaking of that, we had the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It yeah. wasn't everything it's always been, but we had it. It still gave you some of the warm fuzzies. They had, you know, too many commercials. That's okay. Yeah. But we, you know, they, they pulled it off as best they could mm-hmm. in this situation. And it was enough for me. Yeah. It was enough for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that people were trying and getting this stuff done 
uh, I think it was great. Even the many failed Christmas parades mm-hmm. that we talked about oh, right, a yeah. couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know, where that you're trying exactly is inspiring yeah, in itself. Getting out of the mindset of, but it's always been this way. This is how it should be. No, let's figure out a change. Let's mm-hmm. figure out something different. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Uh, the next is that teachers, uh, teachers who have stayed committed mm-hmm. during this 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 tough situation for them. It's just as hard for for teachers as it is for anybody. Uh, but I know my, uh, my son's teacher, this is her first year teaching and she had to deal with all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember telling her at the beginning of the year, I am praying for you all year because yeah. I know this is not what you trained for. Right. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be rough. She's done a fantastic job. Though, yeah. So far. Um, we'll see. We've still got the next the next semester. We'll see. Uh, she's doing fantastic. Uh, and and next we saw teachers and healthcare workers and essential workers be given more respect and honor than ever yeah. this year. And I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. Um, also, kind of in the same vein, virtual learning. I, while it's been difficult, and you're going to hear the majority of parents complain about it, it's also been a huge blessing for so many people. You've got a lot of families whose whose parents, the child's parents, are immune compromised in one way yeah, or yeah, another, yeah. Um, and so for them to be exposed, for the child to be exposed by going to school every day and then coming home, would have just been negative on so many levels and so having virtual learning as an option has been in that aspect a huge blessing for families but it's also been kind of neat because you know it gives these kids an opportunity to show off their homes and show off their families and their pets and (laughs) you know i yeah i caught my son bringing his little brother (laughs) <laughs> the other day yeah <laughs> i'm like hey he's not supposed to be in there you know? yeah but um especially the last week of school um last week when it was mostly focused on having fun and you know it's the week before christmas break so we've got all these fun activities yeah i'm teaching from home all three of my kids are learning from home and so multiple times I'm in the middle of teaching my class and I've got one of my kids walking out with their Chromebook to show their class their Christmas tree or their stocking or and these are things that you know you don't really get to share with your whole class in a normal world mm-hmm. in a normal setting you know and so it just it gives a, a different level and a different perspective for the kids to be able to share what they're proud of so yeah I, I agree with you in yeah. that in that respect yeah <laughs> uh, next up Drive-in movie theaters have returned. Yes. And it's been a blast. Yeah. We have a pop-up one that's been across the street from from where we record here uh, that for most, I think a good portion of the year anyway, every weekend they were doing three different movies, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Throughout spring and summer, a little bit into fall. Yeah. Yeah. They had a few. Yeah. It wasn't every week in fall, but a few weeks. Yeah. It's pretty neat. He actually, you know what happened, right? No, what happened? He bought um, the old EMU Greyhound Stadium. Oh. And so that's where St. Bernard's is this year, the Glitter and Glow Light Show. That's where it's at. And then after that, he's going to make it a permanent drive-in movie theater. Drive-in movie theater. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. Yep. And that's like, so that's, is that the one in between Portales and Clovis? Yes. I, they're not using that anymore? No. I didn't know that. Yeah, they have a they rebuilt the stadium a few years ago out oh. across from EMU now. I haven't been to Portales in 
yeah. probably six or seven years, except to drive through it, but I've never really noticed. Yeah, it's right there on the right as you're going to uh, Roswell. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, drive-in concerts, drive-in mm-hmm. church services, drive-in events of all kinds have yeah. popped up, and they're fun. They're they're always fun. I agree. Uh, I'm really glad drive-in theaters are back, though, because uh, I've always loved a drive-in theater. Yeah. Uh, we're lucky enough that we have two that are close to us mm-hmm. already. Like, there's one in Lubbock that's been going for several years, and there's one in Carlsbad that's not as big, but but... They got really good French fries. Yeah, that's <laughs> really fair. good French fries. <laughs> like that's all I order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. And but to see them popping up and because they were almost a dead business. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So to see them popping back up and becoming more uh, more popular is great, especially given the fact that normal theaters are looking like they're on the way out. I know. Uh, really Regal sad. Regal Cinemas already closed all their stores. I'm pretty sure it's AMC. If it's not AMC, it's another big named one is about to close all their stores. Well, all of Allen Theaters here in New Mexico have closed. They've all shut down for good. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. And then uh, there's still at least six more months, probably yeah. of it's not safe to go to theaters. So who knows? I know. What's gonna what that's gonna look like by the middle of next year? So driving theaters might be the only theaters, yeah, which will be strange and sad and very sad. Yes, but, that is one thing that we lost this year. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> driving theaters are still something to be excited right, about. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and then we also got restaurants who shared their secret recipes so people could make their dishes at home, mm-hmm. which is neat. We kind of talked about it on the Monday with the double tree cookie and the Disney churros and dole whip and all that you yeah know, it's these these things were actually these recipes were let out for people who can't get them to make them at yeah. home, which is neat mm-hmm. uh my next one is among us <laughs> good i don't think i snuck that in until the last second so i'll take that off my future list <laughs> okay go ahead um just in the time of trying to find new things to do at home with family and enjoy. I realize that my family plays it a little bit different than the majority of people who play among us, but just being able to. Well, it's because y'all play locally. Yeah. With just you guys. With just the five of us. Which is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, But. That's actually how it was originally created. Really? The multiplayer idea didn't come until much later. Like worldwide. So we're doing it right. You're doing it the original way. Hey. Um, <laughs> You're the OGs. Right. But it just, <laughs> I, again, I think we discussed this on Monday where it's a, it was a couple years old and on the way out and it took Suddenly a pandemic. Got popular, yeah. Yep. For people to realize, hey, this is a pretty awesome game. Mm-hmm. And it really is. It's a lot of fun. It's created a lot of memories in, in our family, at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Really fun stuff. I agree with you. Uh, where are we here? Uh, John there we go. John Krasinski. Yeah. John Krasinski's Some Good News series for as long as it lasted. But it was a really mm-hmm. fun uh, YouTube invention that he came up with pretty much on his own, shot at his house. And it was just trying to be an uplifting video with different good news, kind of what we're doing here. Just yeah. basically spotlighting the good things that were happening during the pandemic where everybody was stuck at home that first time. 
uh, you know, it's like, hey, we're gonna get through this just fine. Just mm-hmm. let's let's have some good news. And I really loved the creativity because this there was no show producer behind this. There was no writers. It was him. Yeah. There was nothing. Uh, there was no network or anything putting this together. It was him and his family putting yeah. this together. And I thought it was really funny that uh, what's his wife's name? I don't know. It's someone that you know of. I just can't pin- pinpoint it. Anyway, one of the episodes. Uh, his wife actually was opening it up like with the intro and then it cuts to John off the side holding a thing of laundry and in his boxers with his hair messed up. And he's all, what are you doing? <laughs> like in my seat, like, no, this is my show. That's funny. <laughs> but it was really fun. Emily they put Blunt. It together. Emily Blunt. That's the one. Uh, anywho, really funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, companies around the world that started using their resources to make ventilator, ventilators and hand sanitizer mm-hmm. and, and uh, masks. You know, masks too, but also normal people making masks yeah. in bulk to help their fellow humans. Yeah. Uh, I know of several people, uh, including uh, Anna from Church Nerds, mm-hmm. making masks, made masks for a couple months, just several a day. I think, I think Anna said that she got... I think I might be mixing this story with somebody else, but either Anna or someone else I know said that they could get up to 60 done in a day, which that's an insane amount of work. Yeah, it is. And that's a whole day. Yeah. That's got to be wake up to bedtime <laughs> doing that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was cool how we all kind of came together worldwide and just like, we're going to get this stuff done. This stuff needs to exist together. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So you're probably going to laugh at this one, but a year off. So it's been essentially like a year off for a lot of extracurriculars, a lot of things that took up um, that, that time within our day. Yeah. Um, and having that time off in a lot of ways has been really good to be able to focus on the things that are important, not only family or, you know, but to focus on whether or not that activity is worth continuing and taking up time and space. Specifically for my middle child, who is a competitive gymnast, last year he, at, at or no, sorry, it felt like last year, January of this year, um, he took a really bad fall and ended up having severe anxiety in a couple of competitions and took time off. Well, a week after he decided to take time off from gymnastics, COVID happened. Everything was canceled anyway. Yeah. All competitions were canceled. Nobody was practicing in the gym. The gym was closed. And so for three months, it was a full three months of where everything was closed, he was able to really focus and kind of recover and heal mentally while everybody else was not advancing past him, if you will. He wasn't really missing anything. Um, And so then just able to really realize, okay, I can do this. Now that it's being forced away from me, I can't do it. Um, I do want to do it. I do want to continue with it. It is worth it to me to yeah. to persevere and push through. And so that having things forced away and then have to decide whether or not it's 
something that you want has been a huge blessing. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We got uh, board games becoming cool again. When were they not cool? Apparently, I'm sorry. I don't know. For, to, to us, they've always been cool. But yeah. apparently, a large chunk of the world was like, board games? Pfft. Makes me sad. But now, they're like, well, we got nothing else to do. Yeah. Play some board games. They've always been fun, guys. Well, I just don't <laughs> think... I think a lot of people who aren't into board games don't realize there's more than just, like, Monopoly and Sorry out there. Yeah. Like, there are some real, legit, amazing, some very difficult, some one-player, some co-optional, some, like, like uh, storytelling games, a lot of uh, competitive stuff that's beyond just roll the dice and move your pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think people really knew that, a lot mm-hmm. of people, until this year. Yeah. Like, let's find some cool board games to play. And then they're discovering the the vast, vast community of people who've been making amazing games in the background for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So check it out. Check out Dice Throne, guys. That one looks really interesting to me. Uh, mm. Even rural elderly churches became tech savvy this year. Or at least most of them. Mm. At least they tried. Um, we actually talked about this for Easter. You brought it up. That, you know, Easter, most churches in America, at least, and probably around the world, couldn't meet together in person. Yeah. And so you said, this actually might be an amazing thing that God's doing with mm-hmm. this, in that everybody's had a few weeks to figure out how to live stream their services. Mm-hmm. And our social media platforms are going to be flooded with church services. And it might actually put the message of God on Easter Sunday in front of more eyes than ever Mm -hmm. that would never step into a church. Yeah. And because it's Easter, they might be a little bit more willing to actually listen listen to one Mm -hmm. of them. And I think that's absolutely true. I think overall, the fact that we have more... Church services and more of sharing Jesus online is a good thing. Because mm-hmm. the world is online now. There's just no getting around it. Yeah. And so the fact that more churches have become a little bit more tech literate uh, and making an online uh, presence one of the key factors of running your church uh, is is a good thing. Can mm-hmm. only be a good thing. Absolutely. Oh, You're uh, next. yeah. I combined. I those realized two that they were together. sorry. Yeah, my sorry. bad. Um, so I'm gonna say this one, and then I'm gonna have to explain it. But stores being fully stocked more frequently. Now I realize toilet paper. Well, I just spit. My bad. <laughs> toilet paper. Need, uh, <laughs> <laughs> paper towels. Those things were still. Sorry, those things <laughs> were. St- I don't know. Spit all over the table. What's going on? I don't see it. Okay. Keep apologizing. You're giving me. A, I'm just playing. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, toilet paper, paper towels, rubbing alcohol, hand sanitizer. Those kind of things were still just Scarce. now recovering <laughs> right. from. I think. I just saw Lysol wipes for the first time. I know. In Walmart yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um. But everything else, it's been really nice to be able to walk in a store and shelves not be fully depleted of yeah. of random items random things so and i think that that's just because less people are frequenting stores 
more often. Less people. Possible. Yeah. So it's giving time, giving stores time to restock. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, especially after those few weeks in March when people started panic buying mm-hmm. everything. So there are no eggs. There's no rice. There's no beans. There's no ramen. There's no none of the staples that we need. Yeah. No cheese. There's no hot dogs. There's no bacon. There's no <laughs> hamburger meat. There's nothing. Nothing's here. Yeah. I remember going to it and feeling like I'm in like this weird North, like North Korea version of America. I know. Where... On the outside, it looks like your store is going to be fully stocked, and you go on the inside, and you're picking at the shelves. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. And I wonder if this is just like a small town problem that we saw, because we don't have, you know, Walmart is our one big chain Right. There's no, like, distributors here. Right. Anything that could quickly restock. Yeah. And we don't have second or third options you know we don't have a aldi a walmart and a target that sam's club right or uh what's that costco Costco. yeah yeah so you know i think that it may be something that the small towns felt a little more than bigger cities did but i venture to say even bigger cities are still seeing that effect of of stores being a little more tidy, a little more neat and and fully stocked. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, Next up, we have that moment when all the Italians were singing and playing their instruments together on their balconies. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Uh, Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. Uh, Here at uh, Highland, I actually got to put together, me and the staff got to put together a video for our church, and we got them involved. We we had them. We we did a a. It's technically a parody, but it's not like a goofy parody of Tenth Avenue North's "Love Is Here." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we got our staff to record this really thing, basically about us putting together all these online only services for for weeks and weeks, uh, with the idea of eventually we're going to be back. And it was a video where we had it set up for all of our church members recorded themselves singing the chorus to that song. And the story of the the song is essentially like they're encouraging us mm-hmm. that we're still here. The church is still here. The church is still a body. Love is still here uh, at our church and we'll be back soon. It'll yeah. be a good day. Yeah. Uh, but that was really fun to put together. So that's more of a personal one. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a good one. And then this is a personal thing for me that I'm happy <laughs> about. Handshaking time at church is likely gone forever. Yeah. And that's been the dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the dream and we are living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh hey, how about the increase of personal space? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's so good. It's no longer like I don't know, just that feeling of you're standing in line in Walmart and you go to turn and that person is right <laughs> breathing there. on your neck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Can I get some gum? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, there is there is that respect of personal space and boundaries. That whole bubble, invisible bubble. Right. Yeah, it is. It's there and it's six feet wide. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I guess it would be 12 for, feet wide, wouldn't it? Because it would be six feet all around you. Yeah. Any direction. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for everyone. Like everyone <laughs> is all about it at this point. Even those who are like, eh, COVID. No, they're still respecting the six feet. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. It's great. <laughs> uh, all right. I got some uh, some entertainment ones here. Okay. Mandalorian season two. 
Okay. You've been watching it, right? No. No, not at all? No. Oh, that's so sad. This season's I, been so good. I told you last week. That's right. I forgot. I've had multiple conversations with people about it. I'm sorry. That's fair. I think this week during Christmas break, we're really going to tackle it. Tackle and, it. Because, yeah. my gosh, it just ended. Yeah. This last uh, Friday. Okay. Oh, uh, I think I told you that once you hit a certain episode, I think it might be episode three or four. It's so good. You think the next one can't possibly be better, but they just keep getting better. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great. It's great. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have thought that the second season of The Mandalorian could be better than the first. It is. It's great. Mm. Uh, next is a movie that I'm not sure a lot of people know exists. Okay. It's called Fat Man. Okay. Just came out. Stars Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. Oh, okay. But it's not a heartwarming movie at all. Okay. It Noted. Is, it is a rotten kid who got coal, hires a hitman to kill Santa. Okay. And it is a fantastic movie. It's got, uh, I mean, it's it's R-rated, of course. Okay. It's got a little bit of violence. It's got a few F-words in it. So, I mean, this isn't officially a recommendation, but I loved it <laughs> so okay. much. I expected it to be awful. And it was great. It knew what it was. It knew that it was a stupid premise. And it kind of leaned into it. But it's not goofy in any way. It's really fun uh, retelling of you know who Santa Claus is. Awesome. And Mel Gibson is phenomenal. I w- Tim Allen is no longer my Santa Claus. Really? It is Mel Gibson. Okay. Mel Gibson is my Santa Claus forever. <laughs> and lastly, uh, The Good Place. Uh, the Good Place technically snuck in because they ended their show on their terms in January. Uh, January 30th, 2020 was the big finale. They told this very nice four-season 53, I think, episode story and ended on a very satisfying finale. Did you watch any of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know the premise of it? Yes. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, I don't think I've seen the last season. Okay. Watch that last season. It's phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I, I really, even middle of the season, it feels like they reach a point like, well, what are they doing next? Like, how are they going to wrap this up kind of thing? Okay. And then they get to the last episode. Or, I mean, the next to last episode. And it feels like everything's wrapped up. And, like, what are they going to do next? Yeah. And it's just, it's so good. They did such a good job. I just rewatched the entire thing, actually. And this is just a very well-made, goofy comedy that has more heart than most shows I've seen in my entire life. They did a really, really good job. They saw a vision. They didn't. They had the option to do like more and more seasons, but they they knew, you know, by middle of second season when they finally had it kind of mapped out, they knew they were going to end at four seasons and they weren't going to go any further because they didn't want to stretch out the story to make it convoluted more than it needs to be. They wanted to tell a nice, steady arc, and I think they did it perfectly, and they ended it here in 2020, and that should be noted. Awesome. (laughs) Topher actually binge-watched the entire series Mm -hmm. within a couple weeks, and it is his favorite show. It goes quick, though, when you binge-watch it. It goes so... Because the seasons are only like 13 episodes each. Yeah. So it's really just like two standard seasons worth of shows, but it's such a good, complete story. 
You don't care. Yeah. It's just they'll make it a really long movie. It's just it's really good. Awesome. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the lines and aisles in stores <clears throat> actually following the rules that I have always knew existed. <laughs> Yep. You walk down the big middle aisles just like you're driving on the street. Exactly. <laughs> on your right side. You're always walking on your right side, okay? Just like you're always driving on the right, you walk on the right. And I, I, I know that a lot of people were annoyed by it. They were frustrated. And I do see that some of the frustration, if you're going in a certain direction and you realize you can't go down this aisle because the green sticker on the floor that mm-hmm. says... Do not enter. Um, I I get it, but at the same time, it's just overall so much more nice to walk through a store and not have all this chaos and cluster in an aisle. Yeah. We're all facing the same direction. We're we're all walking in the same direction. We're not sheep. It's okay. It's all right if we all walk in one direction at the same time. It just flows better people when everybody's doing it yes yeah um the problem that i have and it might just be a local thing and in fact it might just be a me thing okay but every store that has implemented this you know one-way aisle system Mm -hmm. has got it exactly backwards from the the routes that i take in the stores Mm -hmm. it's always the reverse of the the pattern i take okay and so it drives me insane i feel like why am i having to walk an entire another aisle's length just to come in here when it makes so much more sense to start right here and go the other directions in my mind. It makes sense, but it won't. There are, especially Walmart. Walmart, I, yeah. I can, I agree with you Walmart there. and Albertsons both, for me, they're all the wrong direction. I actually haven't had issue with Albertsons. No? No, but I start on the Starbucks side. And that's, yeah, that's where I start. Okay. Down along the water side. If you start at the very end, not the alcohol section, but the the water section, the first of those middle aisles. Yeah, I don't think I go up that aisle. See, that's where you start, and the paper well, see, plates and paper towels. That's a whole other aisle towels. that I have to go down that I don't need to go down. <laughs> All right, we know that Matt. I got to start at the back of the store. <laughs> regular plates in their house, <laughs> not paper plates. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, the Celebrate Recovery Summit Online. Hmm. Uh, this is the first year they've been able to do an online thing, and it brought thousands more people to the summit mm-hmm. and uh, got them encouraged. It got uh, kickstarted a lot more CR programs throughout the country and the world. Uh, and the price was so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much cheaper. Uh, but it's really cool. Um, yeah, I and I love that. I love that they were able to kind of maneuver around those necessary rules. Those rules are necessary. They are in place for a reason, but that they, that they were able to maneuver around some of that. And still produce very – and they the, the production value was fantastic. Yeah. They did a really good job. And the actual um, like sessions that they held were really well thought out, really well put together. Uh, and in many cases, very inspiring. Yeah. And then they even had the skit guys come on. And even though there was no crowd laughing at them, they were still very funny. It was still very good. Yep. Uh, 
Also, my wife and I had a fantastic road trip second honeymoon this year for our 15th anniversary. It was phenomenal. We were still able to do pretty much everything we wanted to do, even with COVID restrictions. Uh, it was fun to see how different areas, because we went to like 12 different states yeah. overall. It was fun to see how different areas took different things more seriously than others. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, there there wasn't just a stark contrast between like, this area does not follow any of these rules, and this area takes them really, really serious. It was like... Some rules were really important and some weren't in yeah. some areas. Like some people were all about the masks, but quarantining, not eating inside, who cares? Yeah. Some were like, lockdown, 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 lockdown. But you walk into any like gas station or whatever, ain't nobody wearing a mask. We're yeah. the only ones wearing a mask. You know, it was very strange to see that happen. But anyway, it was very fun. We got to go uh, do a lot of really cool things mm-hmm. uh, and weren't hampered so much by covid so that was yeah. nice uh and then uh the last of my like personal ones here personal home life is my wife is pregnant and mm-hmm. so we got our we got our third child on the way uh have no idea what's coming hoping for a girl i think yeah but then again that also terrifies me mm. so i don't know i think daedra would be okay either way Deidre yeah. has told me that she kind of prefers that we have three boys. Yeah. Because she's, she's at the point now after having two that she's like, I can handle three boys. Yeah. Uh, but she doesn't really know what to handle with a girl. But that's also that kind of the adventure of yeah. it. So who knows? Who knows? I think I'm kind of in that same place. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, so just reading ahead on your list here, my last one and your last ones all go in line okay, together. Okay, yeah, uh, love thy nerd radio. Mm-hmm. I was a skeptic at first. I was <laughs> terrified because I didn't want to lose back row radio. I didn't want to lose back row Baptist. I, it was something that from the very beginning, I shouldn't say from the very beginning because it was long before I came around, but as far as from the beginning of the podcast. Our audio forms, yeah. Yeah, even, even our, um, oh gosh, what was it when our blogs? Yeah, back row online. Yeah, yeah, the blog. Yeah. Um, just seeing it change and evolve over the years, but still remaining true to what that vision that you had and and your baby, and then just feeling like I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose out on. Right. Yeah, you got connected to it. Yeah. Too. And- um, Something that meant more, so much, yeah, you know? Yeah, just as much a part of it as I ever have been now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like I said, I was a skeptic, and I was a little bit resistant, <laughs> but I was trusting of my, my friend. <laughs> um, but it has been so cool to see the growth that's happened in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And it's just... Nuts. The the family that I feel like it is overall, you know, that love thy nerd overall is just this huge extended family and we get to play a small part in that. So something that I was really kind of scared about, I'm really very grateful for this year. So <laughs> Yeah, it is really neat. And even I didn't anticipate all the uh well, all the all the, the, the changes that we've seen based on the move to LTN radio. 
Uh, I, I didn't really know the extent of the community and how close everybody was and mm-hmm. how supportive everybody would be. I definitely didn't expect the results of, I mean, we, we've essentially tripled our, our listenership Yeah. Uh, in two months time, mm-hmm. three months time almost. Yeah. We have tripled our listenership, uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, tripled not only the amount of people listening, but the amount of time people are listening. Yeah. Which, I mean, that just blows my mind, first of all, uh, just by getting connected to Love Thy Nerd. Um, but our buddy Hector, because I talked about you know, he made this list. Right. LTN Radio was on one of his lists as well. And the way he put it was, uh, you know, the back row community, especially like with our Facebook group, was much larger than LTN's community. And he saw that as we were willing to even take a step down to support Love Thy Nerd and be a part of it because we believed in it. And while I agree kind of with that when it comes to like, yeah, Back Row Radio has been going on for a lot longer than Love Thy Nerd has been. We've got a good you know, base of followers, uh, several big fans. We didn't have the camaraderie. That yeah. love thy nerd does as a community. Yeah, we have a lot of people that are super active in our Facebook group. A lot of people, uh, at least a handful of people, that have been with us all the way back to the original Twitter account that was just jokes, right? That have followed along with us through the years, and we got you know a, a really good handful of people that have been like mega supporters, mega fans for the last several years, um, but. When it comes to like a full on community of people that just all feel like they're old friends, mm-hmm. we didn't have that. We didn't yeah. have that closeness. And the fact that as we switched over to LTN radio uh, and were brought into the Love Thy Nerd community, the fact that we were welcomed immediately, mm-hmm. like we were old friends already, was a big deal. Yeah. And it gives you a little bit more of a like, emphasis to want to keep doing it Mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah this is cool people are listening people are taking a part of this it's it's neat to be a part of um and then of course like you said there was that idea of well leaving back row behind back Mm -hmm. row's been going on for so long in so many different ways uh you know when talking with bub about moving over and moving the morning show over we're like we should keep the back row name for the morning show. Yeah. So that was originally the morning show name. The morning show was back row morning show when we launched uh, back row radio. Mm-hmm. But we thought, yeah, let's let's now that we got a couple more shows on the station, let's let's change it around a bit. And so we we rebranded it as the morning side hug, um, early 2019. But moving over, or no, it was early this year. I don't remember when it was. It wasn't a full year that we were the morning side hug before we switched back. So now we still have the back row uh, here as the morning show, and we still get to carry on the name and the legacy of that ministry as a part of LTN Radio, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. And we got to be announced during LTN Con online, which was their second LTN Con, and the first one was in person, and it was great. But then they had to do one online, which most places did. But they pulled it off amazingly, too. Mm-hmm. They pulled it off so well, so pr- well produced, and they had so many more people uh, attend. It's not a big convention. The first convention, I think, had 75 people at it. It wasn't a giant thing. But for the ministry that it is and for how you know it's just really 
in the first few years of its existence, that's a that's a big group that there were that many people willing to travel to Dallas to be a part of this thing. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we were in the multi hundreds for this online event, and and you know, it went so well, and it was produced so well, and had so many big names in the video game industry. Uh, we had people from Saddleback being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a bunch of different. Uh, ministries, gaming ministries, nerd ministries throughout the world uh, being a part of it. It went so well that they're considering either making that a separate event every year or trying to do a in-person and online thing at the same time moving forward Right. Uh, because it went so dang well. Um, the fact that Mo and I get to be on Twitch <laughs> uh, last night, which uh, at the time of us recording this, we actually haven't done this yet. But uh, last night, uh, for you listening, we got to be on Twitch to record our Christmas special that's going to air here on LTN Radio Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, you know, so the- you may actually be hearing this from the from the dead right now. Right, because <laughs> we, we could be gone. We, we, could, be, yeah. we could be long gone because we, we did the one chip well challenge died. on that thing. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's the... <sighs> Like Twitch kind of became a a side side hustle is not the right word, but like a side gimmick for them this year because their convention guy, Matt Warmbier, mm-hmm. couldn't go to conventions anymore. It's like, well, I gotta do something. I'm like, let's set up a let's set up a streaming thing. We'll try and do a community that way. We'll set up streaming, we'll get it hooked up through Discord where people can join in and talk to you as you play and and uh, so they did that, and it's become a really big thing. Now there's a schedule every day, I think, now uh, that there's at least two hours or more that they're streaming. And uh, Bubba got to share us with us his time uh, streaming uh, for our Tuesday show. He, he gave up his slot so we could record, and it was really fun, uh, I'm assuming, because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> it's very confusing. Time travel, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> But the fact that we're on is cool. Uh, I've got my own channel that I started that I don't know what I'm going to do with, but I'm going to do something with it. Uh, Radio Matt underscore LTN. We're going to have fun over there. Probably a lot of Among Us. I don't know. Um, But it's, you know, it's neat to get involved with a new outlet and uh, it be something that's already kind of built into the community is something like, yeah, we're down for that. You know, we're, we're down for some more Twitch streaming. Uh, two words, a new podcast that me and our buddy John Berkey, who actually was on the uh, original podcast mm-hmm. cast, uh, the very first episode, very first several episodes, actually. Um, you know, we get to do this cool wrestling thing for LTN now. We're their newest podcast in the podcast network. Uh, it's just a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff and, and even more to look forward to yeah. in the next year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is a lot of stuff, man. 2020 wasn't all bad. I'm just saying. You can find the good stuff it really, if you look for it. It really wasn't. I feel like it was a, gr- a year full of growth for mm-hmm. everyone. And if you're willing to look at it in that aspect. And yes, there are things that have been hard and, you know, learning curves, learning experiences. But if you're willing to look at those curves as growth, then it can completely change your perspective of how 2020 really was. So for me, I think that's what I'm most happy for is just the overall growth in every situation from everyone this year. You know, it's changed how a lot of people have looked, how a lot of people look at hygiene, how a lot of people look at um, their relationships, their friendships, um, priorities in life, you know, what their goals are for the future, what's important. 
you know, it's just, it's really been a year of growth for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, frankly, though, of course, a lot of us hate 2020 with a passion mm. in our hearts. Uh, it, it has shown us a lot about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and good and bad. Good and bad. Yeah. And what we can do. And most of that is what we can do together, even when we have to be apart. Yeah. Uh, and that's inspiring in many ways. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right when you say it's been a year of growth. And I hope that there's more growth than there is. Uh, I don't know, giving up Yeah. Uh, in general as a society. Uh, I, I want to believe that that's true, and I think that might be true. Um, but I also know this year there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of unrest in a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot of things in this country and in this world that need to be worked on as a society and as a people. Oh, sure. Um, but if nothing else, I I would hope that this year... And us making it through this year is enough for us to realize, yeah, we can work stuff out. Mm -hmm. We can get stuff figured out. We can face something that's difficult, something that looks insurmountable and and, and, uh, impossible to get through and realize, no, we can do it. Mm -hmm. We just got to buckle down, roll up our sleeves, do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Take that in whatever vein you want. (laughs) Absolutely. 2020 has taken away the complacency yeah. of life. It's forced Every- us to work for it. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. all been really comfortable, and that's fine. You know, everything's just been ongoing and easy. And then 2020 hit, and we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, Changes if- have to be made. Let's figure this out. Yeah, if anything, it should make us more grateful for the days that we can just live in comfort. Yeah. Uh, and not have to worry about this or that or the other. And so... Yeah, just just hang on to that gratitude, guys. Make your own lists at home. Attitude of gratitude. <laughs> Use this next week and just write down everything good about 2020 in your life and in general. Use our list as a starting point and then just make it personal. And like keep that list somewhere where you can see it. Yeah. And just remember what God's doing in your life, big and little, goofy and, you know, intense. Mm-hmm. All, all the things, all good things come mm-hmm. from God. Absolutely. Including bad jokes. Bad jokes. We're going to end. This is our last one for the year, Mo. Wow. It's our last when you bad keep joke. saying things like that, it really is hitting. <laughs> like, man, the, the, the simultaneously, don't know how it happened. Simultaneously, the longest and shortest year right. in history. It really went quick. Yeah. What do you call a cow with two legs? Mm, I don't know. Lean beef. Ah. <laughs> All right. I got you with that one. <laughs> All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we got one more big announcement. What? More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. 
And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerds content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we've got to let you in on what's happening during the next few days. So first of all, beginning at midnight tonight, Central Time, all music played on the station for the next 48 hours will be Christmas music. Whoop. Secondly, tomorrow morning, instead of a Back Row Rewind, you'll get Church Nerds a day early with their brand new Christmas Eve special. Tune in for Church, ner- Church Nerds tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Then on Christmas Day at 5 p.m. Central, we will be airing the Back Row Christmas Show special where Mo and I ruin Christmas movies, react to classic videos, take the mouth-destroying one-chip challenge, and more. And lastly, on Sunday, Hector Mirai will bring us one final Bible thump for the year at 1 p.m. and again at 6 p.m. Central. And that Bible thump will be the last show to air on LTN Radio for 2020. Uh, All of us behind the scenes will take one week off, returning with a new Bible thump on January 3rd and new morning and evening shows on the 4th. During that break, there will be no shows, no rewinds, no shorts, no special music blocks, just nonstop amazing Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie for you to enjoy. All clear? All right. <laughs> Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Luke two fourteen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check us out online and see all that we do over at lovethynerd.com. we got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnonair.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And don't forget, you can also select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you. And as always, go follow us on all the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN on Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review something along the lines of it decks me right in the halls, bub. Remember, join Bubba and Anna tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. for the Christmas Eve special (laughs) edition. Christmas Eve special (laughs) edition of Church Nerds. And then join us as we round out your Christmas day with our back row Christmas show at 5 p.m. Central. (laughs) Mo, final thought. It really was a good year. A good year. Yeah. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Nerd.